Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Herrich here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast, where we give you a brief recap of the day's market action based on what we see in the VRA investing system and, more importantly, what we see looking forward for investors. The coronavirus madness continues. Countries remain under lockdowns, and many of us feel like we are on house arrest. Folks, when the government has the ability to take away the use of parks and regulate how long you can leave your home for, it makes you realize how little freedom you might actually have. When they can take away these freedoms from you like this, they're not freedoms. When they can take away this type of access, it makes you realize these are, these are privileges. And it's frightening how willing Americans are to give up these freedoms for a little bit of temporary safety. And really, not only are they accepting of it, they're grateful to be having these freedoms taken away. And if you even so much as want to question the lockdown, it is put into question how much you care about human lives, you're self-centered, and you don't care about people. Well, we have to be asking the question, do you not care about people's economic futures? Do you not care about people going hungry? And I have some more stuff on that in a second. But it is, it is just very eye-opening to how little freedom we have when they can take it away like this again. Those aren't freedoms then. Those are privileges. And that is the reality that we are currently living in. This morning, we got the latest initial jobless claims. And in the last five weeks, we've now hit a total of 26.5 million unemployed here in the United States. Initial jobless claims came in with an additional 4.42 million unemployed again and again, bringing that five-week total to hit 26.5 million. Continuing claims also rocketed, hitting 15.9 million, up from 11.9 million, which is by far the highest level on record. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, the real unemployment rate right now is 20.6%. That is the highest level since 1934. Low refresher, that was during the Great Depression. Folks, these are depressionary numbers. And unless we take drastic measures to reopen the economy, it will be a miracle if we can avoid a depression. The VRA investing system, which is made up of 12 screens, it's our proprietary system that Kip has developed and used over his 35-year career, is now at just 3 out of 12 screens bullish, meaning nine screens are bearish. We've been medium to long-term here for the past 11 years. That's since March 2009. And we went into 2020 fully expecting that to continue to be the case. But due to this intentional economic devastation brought on by these lockdowns, we've had to change our tone here. And believe me, it's not been easy to do. But it's looking increasingly likely that we have not seen the end of this yet yet. We continue to see here that we might get a retest of the March 23rd lows as we've just not had the capitulation that we typically see from bottoms yet. Even though our readings from the VRA system are worse than the 2008 crisis, we just haven't seen that capitulation level type of selling yet. And it's these lockdowns that are destroying our economy, which continue to roll on. And the media and the World Health Organization wants you to believe that there is no end in sight here. They've already come out and stated that next year's flu season or coronavirus season could be even worse. That, 
This is already changing consumer behavior. Folks all over the country are getting scared to leave their homes for a virus that is proving to be more and more on par with the flu. Just take a look at the numbers that show how much our consumer behavior has changed. U.S. rail traffic is now down 38%. Air travel, down 96%. Gasoline demand, down over 50%. It's incredible. And these industries aren't just going to bounce right back. The same folks I'm talking about who are scared to leave their homes and are thinking that next season is going to be even worse. Are they going to be getting on planes? Are they going to go out to restaurants, be renting hotel rooms? No, those changes don't happen overnight. So until we see these lockdowns stopped and strongly stopped and states strongly reopening, we have not seen the lows yet. And unless we see some extreme policy changes here, I'm talking about more rounds of stimulus, another round of universal basic income, we see a retest of the lows as increasingly likely. And, And let me just say this. We hope, I hope that we're wrong here. Nothing would make us happier than to be proven wrong on this. But we've got to bring you the facts as we see them here. On a slightly more encouraging note, members of the House are voting today on the additional $484 billion in coronavirus relief aid. But we will see if that money actually makes it into the hands of small business owners instead of being favored for large businesses. Uh, But... Those numbers have been talked about already, likely baked into the prices right now, so we don't really expect to see a big rally on this news. Um, But we do see indications that global central banks are talking about more stimulus as well. And until something like that happens, some extreme measures, again, we don't see uh, that capitulation low as being in place as of yet. Now, taking a look at our markets on the day, uh, we'll show you a little bit about what we're talking about. The Russell 2000 led the way up just over 1% to 1,214, but it has been our laggard. So to see the laggard leading the way is not exactly what we want to see. We were followed there by the Dow, finishing at the lows of the day up 1.17% to 23,515. We were followed there by the NASDAQ, which was just went right into the red, just at the close of the day, just off the lows um, of just about an hour before the close, but still not what we want to see, a weaker close there. It's not what we want to see, followed there by the S&P 500 down 0.05% to 2,797. A slight positive on the day, we did get positive internals across the board, but they did get weaker into the close. Advances Beating out declines, almost but not quite two to one positive on the day. The NYSE had nearly three to one positives earlier in the day. New highs, new 52-week highs to lows, just nearly beating out new lows, but low numbers overall. And again, same story here, finishing weaker than they were earlier in the day. And lastly, volume about two and a half to one positive on the day. Let's take a look at our sectors now. We finished with six out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors positive on the day. Energy led the way. Oil had a big rally back today, continuing that rally. Um, We were followed there by industrial communication services and materials, while our laggards on the day were utilities, followed there by real estate. And we also got uh, new home sales data out today, which for March were down 15.4%, and year over year, new home sales fell 9.5%. Again, those are March's numbers, April's numbers expected to be worse. Uh, 
Uh, we were followed there, consumer staples, and then technology, which tech was in the red for most of the day today. Intel reporting earnings here after the close with a beat on estimates, but the stock down nearly 4% in after hours trading. Taking the semis down with it, the semis finished down just over 1% on the day. And again, tech, the NASDAQ, and semis are our leaders. We want to see tech lead and semis leading tech. As we saw today, we saw a breakdown there, not what we want to see. And this is what we saw last week. NASDAQ and the semis were our leaders lower into the end of the week last week. And then on the, on the open Monday and Tuesday, uh, led the way down. They also led into the close today. That's what we're watching for here. We want to continue to watch tech and the semis, those highs that they made from April 17th. We have not crossed those highs yet. And if we continue to get lower highs from here, that's what we're looking for to lead the way lower into those capitulation lows that I was talking about. But we have not seen that yet. So we're watching those April 17th highs closely here. Finally for today, our VRA Commodity Watch. Gold rallying today up 0.63% to 1749 an ounce. And still, that is within $40 from its highest level since 2012. This is just out after the piece from Bank of America earlier this week saying that gold will rally to over 3000 That is nearly an 80% move from here. And that's on the backs of global banks initiating their stimulus frenzy and saying that gold is the ultimate store of value. And if you've been tuning in here with us, you know we've been calling for the bull market of bull markets to follow here in gold. We've been pounding the table on this group since before the coronavirus insanity. And now that we're seeing central banks globally printing trillions and trillions of dollars in new liquidity to issue stimulus, gold will rally on the, the pressure, that inflation that we're going to see after this. And not only that, the shutdowns have also halted new gold mining, telling us there will be a continued scarcity. As we've talked to gold dealers, they're already having shortages of gold. Uh, the actual price of gold is much higher than what the spot price is on paper trading. And we're seeing that demand of precious metals soaring. GDX, the miner ETF, which this is the group we've really been pounding the table on because that's where the leverage is in gold. Continuing to new 52-week highs today, uh, up now 113% from the March 23rd lows. Actually, they made lows a little bit earlier um, than the rest of our markets. Now to a new 52-week high, up another 2.8% today for GDX. But folks, we've been long this group from the beginning. And to see the individual names we have here, the way that we're positioned in our portfolio, come and join us at VRAinsider.com to take a look at all of those positions. You can join us for two free weeks now. Again, that's VRAinsider.com to check that out. All right, next up, silver was up slightly today, up just over one-tenth of 1% to $15.35 an ounce. Copper up 0.74% to $2.30 a pound. And oil as I mentioned earlier, rallying back again today, a huge 23% move on the that is on the June contracts to just $16.99 a barrel. It, I was blown away uh, the last few weeks saying oil at $20 a barrel. I did not think that uh, we'd be talking about oil in the teens here. Lastly for the day, Bitcoin now up 6.15% to 7535 a Bitcoin. 
Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com slash podcast. We'd love to have you with us. And as always, feel free to send your questions in to support at VRAinsider.com. We're here for you folks, and we hope that you're all doing well out there. Uh, Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.